Hey guys, this is Tuna from the uh, Yardbird Tuna podcast, and um, you're about to listen to episode 37, and this one is going to be titled Satanic Delco. My guest was Joseph, who started the Satanic Delco group, and um, I just want to give you a heads up. I had a uh, <laughs> a rough time. Uh, he was a wonderful guest, and I completely shit the bed and recorded the entire conversation on one microphone because I'm an asshole and I make mistakes. And Joseph, if you're listening, please forgive me. Uh, it was great to have you on the show, and I would love to have you back. And uh, I would also like to take this moment just to let you guys know that I am starting another podcast with some friends of mine. That show is going to be called The Moral Inventory Podcast. Uh, tentatively, we're looking at that coming out in roughly about a month or so. We still have a lot of work to do, so uh, I will keep you up to date on that. Anyway, let's get the show started. Uh, if, if Joseph sounds a little low in the background, that's because I am a fucking moron and I made a mistake here. So please forgive me. It is great, though. It's a great episode. We had a great conversation. Please enjoy it. Even if you want my food chain, I would go out of my way to attack you. If I were alive for attack, I would slip out in the middle of the ocean and eat you. It's going to be the best fucking tuna you have ever fucking had. All right, that's my very eccentric opening. Uh, this is the Yardbird Tuna Podcast. We're back at it again, week after week. I am Tuna, and today's guest is Joe. We'll go with Joe. Joseph? Joseph, if you would. Yes, sir. And you, are you a, a member, or are you the organizer of this? Yeah, I founded the Satanic Delco group. Okay, and is this so? This is a, an actual ordained religion, or um, the religious organization is the Satanic Temple. Um, the Satanic Temple is a recognized uh, religion. Uh, the government recognizes it as a tax-exempt religious organization, um, and so I'm a member of the Satanic Temple, and the Satanic Delco group. Uh, is just a Friends of the Satanic Temple group um, that was just meant to sort of collect like-minded individuals in Delaware County. Um, there's a larger Friends of the Satanic Temple group in Philadelphia uh, that I interact with as well, uh, but I thought for sure that there were people down with the same sort of mindset in Delaware County a lot of whom I assumed would not get to the city uh, for their events or or maybe weren't even aware of them. So I wanted to just find people a little closer to home, and I found some. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So did you see how I planned that out, the, the creepy baby screaming in the background? That's that's my kid in the kitchen. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry about that, listeners. screaming babies with us wherever we go. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, I mean, uh, let, me, let me say that the way we met, honestly, is I was kind of, uh, I was trolling a little bit on Facebook, and I found your group, and I was poking a little fun here and there, and you, you uh, admittedly just kind of took it like a champ and didn't get insulted. You just kind of entertained me and was like, I'm going to brush this moron off and, you know, not deal with his BS, you know? Yeah, I mean, going into this, I knew really well, like, anywhere I post the word Satan out there in public, uh, there's going to be some mixed reactions. There's definitely going to be some pushback. There's going to be all of, all of the stuff. And for us to do anything that we really want to do, uh, we can't be defensive. Hmm. I don't know if we're recording right now. Uh-oh. Shit. Let me hit pause for one sure. second because I am not seeing movement. All right. I am completely 
unprofessional uh, about everything that's going on here right now, and I apologize. Definitely. We're back from this little momentary break. I had to make sure that I had some noise recorded here. Um, man. Yeah, I was uh, just saying, I, I, was, I came in well prepared, assuming that there would be a lot of mixed reaction uh, from everyone. So, so can we dive into, uh, like, what exactly, you know, like, like I was tongue-in-cheeking saying that you guys are technically Christians and, and you know, poking fun at you, yeah. but what exactly is Satanism? Is that correct? Yeah. Um, okay, let's see how to, how to parse this out. Um, Satanism <laughs> means different things to different people. I'm trying to figure out the best way. So I would say, to simplify, there are maybe three generally, sort of three broad avenues one could take if they're a Satanist. You could be a theistic Satanist, which means you believe that there is a Satan in a hell, presumably, and you worship this being the same way Christians worship a god or whatever religion worships their figure. Um, and then there is a group called the Church of Satan, and they were founded in the 1960s by Anton LaVey. Um, their thing is the Satanic Bible. That's their literature. Um, and those Satanists are atheists. They do not believe in an actual Satan. They have their whole school of thought and, um, and all of that. And more recently, as of around 2013, there is the Satanic Temple. Um, and it's that ideology that, that I subscribe to. Um, and we are also atheists. We don't believe in Satan. We don't believe in the supernatural. Um, also, yeah. More, more uh, I almost said logical, but I, I don't want to insult other groups. Sure. Like, that's not yeah. my... Uh... Yeah, our, our thing, the Satanic Temple's core belief system... <laughs> She's very upset out there. Yeah, I'm like cringing because most days, man, it's me in this house and my wife and kid are like out doing stuff. And today we got just like... So much noise in the background. And and you come from a musical background, so I'm sure you hear it and you're thinking, damn, it's you know, like it's it's tough. It's real life. Yeah, sorry, man. So I'm 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 really uh I hope you don't think that I'm not taking this seriously because this is an interesting conversation to me and I do want to dive into it and um the core belief system for the satanic temple is the seven tenets. They have these seven um, seven tenets, seven sort of guidelines, uh, and if you want, they're actually in that um, little pamphlet that I gave you there. Um, and they just serve as the sort of guiding principles. Uh, they're on the right-hand side there. And to me, they sound a whole lot like common sense. When I came across them for the first time a few years back, I just thought, yeah, of course. Like, this seems obvious. Um, I have a hard time relating to people that have real problems with any of these tenets. Um, and there's only one or two that stick out to me where I could see the obvious conflict that some people might have. Only in the case where someone is religious, uh, certainly in a traditional sense, because one of the tenets, one or two of them, mention science and that we put um, our best scientific understanding of the world above our own sort of beliefs you know we don't we let science shape our beliefs rather than the reverse um, so, so science first so to interject a little bit from from uh, kind of what I'm gathering mm. because I I have atheists in my family that are, uh, I'll say, just to give a little history and background about where I come from, I have a relative that's an atheist, but he's, he's pretty harsh on anybody that belongs or subscribes to an organized religion. Sure. And me as a young person growing up and, and seeing this and seeing all facets of this, I, I'll say this, 
from what I've witnessed through this person in particular, not, not every atheist, but there was always this issue where I believed he lacked morals. And, and it seems to me what I'm reading in here is that you guys are trying to merge that idea of we need to maintain some morals and, and some ideas, yeah. but on the same token, you know, let's not totally write off science, you know? Yeah. Um, a, a common question that we get, you know, once you start to dig into this, you know, one of the first questions or issues is that of Satan himself. <laughs> um, oh, so you worship the devil, you worship Satan. No, we don't actually believe in supernatural, we don't believe in the devil. Well then, why aren't you just an atheist? What's the difference? If, if you're an atheist, then just be an atheist. Because you like to fuck with Christians. <laughs> there's some of that. There's some of that. Um, but when you say, I'm an atheist, all you've told someone about yourself is something that you don't believe in. Yeah. You haven't told anyone anything about yourself. It's not what you do believe. Everybody believes something. Everybody has ideas, has some core value system driving them, whatever that might be. And to say, oh, I'm an atheist, that's just like saying, no, I don't like hamburgers. Hmm. When somebody's trying to find out what you do like. Well, that doesn't help. Yeah, that's like, interesting. You don't like that one thing. Okay. I, I, I am an atheist in the sense that I don't believe in God. I don't believe in the supernatural. But that doesn't tell you anything else. So when we say we're a Satanist or we're a member of the Satanic Temple, you can find out exactly what that means because we do believe in something, and it is those seven tenets. Um, and to me, there's no requirement of anything supernatural or religious to give a person a moral compass. Um, so if someone's only reason for being a good person is because they fear eternal damnation, <laughs> I don't know how good of a person that really is. Yeah, they're really. They're just reacting out of fear. We want to be, you know, good people because we think it's nice to be a good person, <laughs> not because we're scared of what's going to happen to us after we're dead. Or, or the... Um... What do they call that? The barter system. I'll be a good person. I'll take care of you because I'm going to get something right. in return. Right. We assume, at, at least, you know, I'll speak for myself. I assume I'm getting nothing in return. <laughs> My assumption is that when I'm dead, I'm dead. And I'm as valuable to this earth after the fact as any ant that you've stepped on on your way to work today. Um, I think when I'm dead, that's just the end of me. <laughs> well... So, you know, let me, let me say this. Um, I, I mentioned to you prior to us starting that I belong to a 12-step program, and I, I used to be a wild guy back in the day. And uh, I am not a religious person of any kind. Uh, I do have my, you know, molded version of spirituality that took 38 years of fucking up <laughs> to get to. But what I heard just now is something that I hold very dear is, is maintaining my humility. Mm. And I have a hard time with organized religions because I feel like we idolize a lot of people and we also, uh, we, we create rank structures and we make, you know, this guy's better than this person and I'm not as good as that person. And I don't, I, I kind of subscribe to everything you just said right now. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're the president of the United States or a homeless person living in Kensington, you know, we are all equals on this ball of dirt. For sure, yeah. And um, part of part of what the Satanic Temple has dealt with uh, and focused on a lot since since they formed is this separation of church and state issue. That that's that's maybe the primary issue that they've gotten a lot of press and attention for. Um, there's a, a great documentary about the Satanic Temple that came out just uh, within the last couple of years. It's called Hell Satan. And I'm going to check that out. Yeah, it's on Hulu right now and maybe some other streaming services. Um, and it was directed by a woman named Penny Lane who was not a Satanist. Uh, she was just a documentary filmmaker. She 
found the organization, thought it could be interesting, and sort of got involved. Uh, and I believe she still, after having you know done the movie and everything, I still believe she doesn't actually call herself a Satanist. She's not religious, and I think I've heard her say that if she would subscribe to a religion, it would probably be that one. Um, but she doesn't really consider herself a member or anything. Um, but yeah, that the idea of church and state has been a big focus for that organization. Um, and so, so they're politically... Uh, they're very politically active. Yeah. Um, a lot of people consider the Satanic t Temple to be more of a political or activist group than a traditional religion, um, just because there is that notion that religion requires an attachment to some form of the supernatural. Yeah. And the Satanic Temple just argues that there is no requirement. Who says that's a requirement? It's a belief system, and we have a belief system, and part of our belief system is that we don't require the supernatural. Hmm. And that seems okay. I'm kind of curious, uh, do they mention the political affiliation that they are siding with when it comes to, like, the political turmoil that's right now, or...? or I mean, you won't find many fans of Donald Trump in the Satanic <laughs> Temple. I can tell you that. Um, I, I personally, I don't get too close to politics. I do the best. I do my best to almost shield myself from it, <laughs> because I've gotten to a point in life where I find politics to be frustrating <laughs> and super divisive. Um, What's, what's the matter with you, man? You don't like headaches? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to reduce the headaches and the conflict and all of that. Um, but I, I, a lot of people, certainly on the outside, point out that the Satanic Temple are probably pretty libertarian. Mm, that's uh, probably why you're sitting here. Maybe so. I mean, it... I'll say this, I openly am registered as a libertarian because I, I, same with politics is the same with my religion. I'm very open-minded, and at the moment, I think the libertarian party best fits what I believe politically, yeah. but I, I can never say that one is perfect, you know? Yeah, I mean, I even, in my travels, just sort of introducing and promoting the satanic delco group to people online i've run into a little bit of political stuff um there's always going to be a group of people whose mission it is to google your organization or anything about it and find something yeah if they want to find something they'll find something to be upset about and outrage culture is the thing right now oh it's super popular and uh the easiest way to participate in it is to be a person that just finds something to be upset about. Um, and if that's your goal, you're gonna find something. And just within the last day, maybe it was yesterday, uh, a, a woman in one of the local town Facebook groups that I was posting on found the post for Satanic Delco. She dug in and she found some articles about a lawyer that the Satanic Temple had hired and the article and the woman, I believe, were upset that that lawyer had also represented some other people who were up to some things that weren't so great, at least in her opinion, and, and probably in my opinion as well. But my feeling about it is, I don't give a fuck what lawyer they hire. I don't care what food, what, what fast food restaurant they eat at. Like, they're doing what they're doing, I agree with their stance, and they hired a lawyer whose job it is, is to do some legal stuff. Yeah. And I'm going to assume he's good enough at his job. There are lawyers out there who represent every person out there. There are lawyers that represent murderers and thieves and rapists and you name it. Yeah. It's just their job. It doesn't mean that those lawyers are in favor of murder. Well, like they're just doing their job. <laughs> like you said, and and I, I'll tell you, I started this podcast last July, right after Fourth of July, and I got so much shit 
like just negativity and just, uh, you know, we come from a very blue collar neighborhood and, and if you don't do what everybody else in the neighborhood does, you know, <laughs> pretend like you're a Christian, go to church on Easter, uh, go down to your union job and work. Like if you don't do these things, you're an oddball and the oddballs need their balls broken in this neighborhood in particular. I'm sure in other neighborhoods too. Yeah. And, it's, um, it's the way I've been going about spreading the word for this group, you know, it, it, it's very new. It, you know, I just started it recently. And when I started the Facebook group, I didn't invite any of my friends. I didn't post it to my Facebook. I didn't tell anyone I knew, hey, I'm starting this. I just did it and I put it online. And the first thing I did was create an ad that just said basically, hey, if there's anybody who's, you know, shares ideals with the Satanic Temple, come over here. Let's let's link up and find each other and see what happens. And I just targeted that ad around Delco, got a few people, and then the next move was to go into every separate little town community Facebook group, join it, and post it there. And like clockwork, what happens every single time is I post it along with a little disclaimer on the post that says, I know this isn't for everyone. If you're not into it, you can keep on scrolling. Have a nice day. No big deal. But for those who are down, here's a thing that you might want to check out. And every time I do it, you get all the immediate reactions. Y'all need Jesus. <laughs> oh my God, you're going to hell. Get this out of here. And behind the scenes, everyone is reporting the post to the moderators. Really? Everyone is hitting the report button as though I had literally come into a park to poison children. Yeah. Like, get this guy out of here. And so while everyone is posting, freaking out, in the background, a bunch of people are thinking, oh, fuck yeah, and they're joining the group. Yeah. And that's how I've gotten basically all of the members. While half of their community was freaking out about it, the other half were like, hey, let me in. I think this group that you're doing is the type of group that requires open-mindedness and a little um, thinking outside the box. You know, I was intrigued. The moment I saw it, I was like, yep, let me talk to these guys. I'm kind of curious. And I poked fun, but it's also a matter of, look, we're sitting here having a conversation. Yeah. I mean, it obviously, it worked. But I also don't consider myself a sheep. I'm not going to turn on Fox News or whatever, CNN or whatever bullshit you want to subscribe to and believe what the idiot box is telling me. Yeah. And these, this collection of people that you have, I imagine, are the same, same as what I, I do. You know, I, I yeah. want to see the story from all sides. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, I, my expectation for the group couldn't have been lower, really. I mean, it started because, you know, like I think I mentioned, so the Satanic Temple is the central organization, and there are chapters of the Satanic Temple all across the country, different cities, and there's, there's quite, quite a lot of them. Um, and Philadelphia doesn't currently have an official chapter of the Satanic Temple, but there is a large group uh, collected in Philadelphia that are pretty active online and in the city, and I've been a member of their group, and I've gone to a few of their events, rituals, celebrations, and participated with them. And I was just a little inspired because I, I enjoyed it so much and found that it was such a great, interesting collective of people. And like I mentioned earlier, just that idea that I know there's a lot of people in Delco that are probably just not going to make their way to the city. Right. participate just because I know a lot of people are like that sure oh it's a pain in the ass to get to the city it's this it's that it's late and so I was like let me just see what's a little you know I don't mind going to the city but surely there's a bunch of people closer to home and you know my expectation was like I'm probably gonna start this group find you know five or ten nerds <laughs> and uh, it'll just die next week and that'll be that um, but that is not what happened. Yeah, <laughs> to, that's great. To my surprise, I got a lot of enthusiastic, excited people that came into the group and were like, oh my God, I'm so glad I found this. I didn't know this was a thing around here. I've been looking for something like this. Hmm. And so I was like, yeah, let's let's see what we can do with this now. Let's Let's try to put it to some use. 
So I'm, I'm kind of curious, uh, and, and this is off kilter a little bit. You know, I have friends that are, are uh, pagans, and in the realm of atheism, you know, how difficult it is, like, so, so I assume that you chose this in particular because these, uh, I, I forget the word you used for these, these guidelines. The seven tenets. The tenets. Yeah, tenets. That's what the Satanic Temple calls them, the seven fundamental tenets. So, so as a young person, when you were, you know, figuring out life, did you come across paganism or other things and, and decided that that's not for you? Or Yeah, um, well, as a kid, I was always, I mean, really from the earliest age that I can remember, I was, I felt like the outsider kid. Same here, um, I brother. Had a young, <laughs> I had a young, kind of wild, rock and roll type mom uh, who was, you know, wildly inappropriate <laughs> and just <laughs> turned me on to a lot of cool shit that, you know, a lot of your, I don't know, traditional, typical parents might not have been. She was just that kind of lady. And uh, so I was just into cool music and, you know, listening to Black Sabbath from my earliest memories of life, honestly. And so there's a little bit of an inherent rebellious streak in all of that because especially as a little kid that wasn't my peer group yeah you know my little friends were into i don't know whatever little kid bullshit little kids are into <laughs> and i was drawing pentagrams on the sidewalk in chalk because i thought whatever this is feels awesome to me yeah and i kind of got the vibe even as a pretty little kid that it it got a reaction from people. You know, there was whispers. There was, what the fuck? Why is this kid drawing weird shit on his books and the <laughs> sidewalk and all this stuff? And I'm listening to Shout at the Devil and, and Black Sabbath and all that shit at a really young age. And I just thought it was awesome. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't see anything. I didn't understand that there was a perception that this is bad or scary or negative. I just was turned on by it. I thought, this is great. Like, whatever this is, it's exciting, and it's fun, and I feel it. And, yeah. And it got to me. And as I got a little older, and certainly certainly by the time I got to high school before that, um, I'd already been well-established as the outsider kid. I was depressed. Um, I was angry. I had all kind of shit bottled up. Teenage frustration and, and all of it wrapped up in this angry kid. Were you a Nirvana kid or, or any um, of that? or? When when that scene came along, um, at the time, at least in my clique, you were on Team Nirvana or you were on Team Pearl Jam. <laughs> and I was deep on Team Pearl Jam. Damn, really? Uh, it wasn't until later that I became cool with Nirvana. Yeah, I was hard yeah. hard Nirvana. But, but I also, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess that is the way that rolled because, uh, you know, I kind of always thought like, Pearl Jam sounded like Nirvana, you know, and that at that time. Now, you know, the evolution of their music, you know, you can see that it's definitely distinctly different. Yeah. The, the vocals... Well, by the time, you know, that stuff was like 1991. I guess I was just into high school. And by that time, you know, I was already the angry outsider kid. And what I discovered first was uh, the Church of Satan. I discovered the Satanic Bible. That's what I found, just whatever, digging through the bookstore like I would do. And I discovered this Satanic Bible, and I was like, hey, what is this? And I pull it off the shelf, and there's a pentagram on the front, and I said, oh, okay, this is, this is speaking to me right now. Let me, <laughs> let me check it out. And that was all we had back then. The Satanic Temple didn't exist. Um, and so I, I read through the Satanic Bible, and, and I felt that outsider vibe i felt the rebelliousness of it and i also felt there's a the, the satanic uh not the satanic temple the church of satan um they had a bit of a vengeful sort of eye for an eye streak in, yeah. in their in their thing and as a, an angry young kid who always felt pushed into a corner that spoke to me at that time sure 
as I, you know, delved into it and got a bit older and matured a bit, the Church of Satan didn't really speak to me anymore. I didn't really, you know, I just didn't vibe with their whole thing. Sure. Um, Do you think you kind of, um, maybe after high school, healed a little? Like the, uh, you know, the, the bullying kind of um, went away? or Maybe a bit of that, but I just didn't buy into their whole vibe as much. They talk a bit about, you know, they are, they are atheists, but some of the language they use refers to, like, magic and things like that. And I was like, uh, you can interpret that a few different ways, but it just wasn't really speaking to me. Sure. Um, I still got a kick out of the imagery and all of their, their whole thing. Um, but when the Satanic Temple came along, that spoke to me. Yeah. Um, it had all of the same rebelliousness and it had the fascinating imagery and it it had the the trolling aspect of it that is like taking the mainstream Christianity and all that stuff and just sort of turning it on its head a little bit and pointing their dogma sort of back at them and saying, okay, well, if you guys can have all of this, if you're allowed to have religious monuments on a government building, hmm. then we're allowed to have ours too. Yeah. And if your building wants to have a Ten Commandments statue outside, you're going you're gonna to either take that down because it doesn't belong near a, a government building, or we're going to put up a fucking eight-foot Baphomet statue next to it because freedom of religion says that we have an equal opportunity to have ours there because we're a religion. <laughs> And that's what the Satanic Temple does. Uh, they've done that time and time again. Their real goal, like in the case of that monument, like I was mentioning. Sure. In the case of the Ten Commandments monuments, their goal is to just have it removed. Yeah. Because they believe there should be a separation of church and state. I'm for that. Yeah. They believe you shouldn't have any religious monument on a government building. It separate the two. But if you refuse, then we're going to fight for our clear right to have ours represented as well. And that is where people lose their fucking minds. Nobody wants that statue there. You know, <laughs> the mainstream. Right? I think the only way it could get worse is if you started uh, putting Muslim or Islamic yeah. statues in place. I think people yeah. would really lose their minds then. Yeah. But, and, um, and, and, you know, it even got a little worse. There was a, a school or two, um, I forget if it, it might have been in Florida or maybe a few places, a public school was found to be hosting these after-school groups or clubs that were, you know, Christian-based in a public school. They were giving out religious paperwork or materials and, and teaching that kind of stuff. And naturally, when the Satanic Temple found out about this, what do we do about it, guys? Well, what did they do? They started the after-school Satan Club, which is clearly satanic, uh, targeted for kids materials uh, with pentagrams and baphomets and, you know, word puzzles featuring satanic phrases and information and fought for their equal right to host after-school Satan clubs for little kids. And as you can imagine, the parents <laughs> lost their fucking minds. <laughs> And really, the goal wasn't to keep an after-school Satan club in everybody's face. The goal was to say, your fucking religious stuff doesn't belong in a public school. Yeah. Let's not do that. And to make a point, we're going to put Satan in your kid's face. <laughs> so you can stop your club or you can have Satan take your pick. I think it's uh I think it's ironically beautiful that like so my wife watches shows like Lucifer and there's, you know, so much there is so much art about you keep mentioning this word uh, rebellious yeah. and 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 I laugh. I I laugh because I agree wholeheartedly. I think all Americans, this is my sales pitch. All Americans are rebels. We all rebel. When's the last time you did the speed limit? When's the last time you actually stopped fully at a stop sign? Nobody in this country wants to listen to what somebody else has to say. Yeah. And it sounds to me like you guys are just simply embracing that part of you. And, and I do yeah. too. Yeah. In, in the process of starting this group, you know, I've been making it a point to 
once we started to get some numbers, once I started noticing, oh, we're getting more and more members every day, we have 30 members, 50, 70, 100, 150, you know, it's growing. Is it really that big? Uh, yeah, I think we're inching up on around 170 members maybe right now. Wow. And it's in a really short span of time. Like, yeah. We're talking like a little over a week, maybe, maybe we're doing two weeks now. Yeah. Um, and that's it. And so... Do you... Can I interrupt? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that that's from disenfranchised children? And is do you think it's adults? I mean, I'm curious the oh, demographic. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have, we have the most fantastic cross section of members in our group. I don't think we actually have many uh, very young people. Really? Uh, that I've come across. If if they're in there, they're not very vocal right now. Um, but you know, I'm 42 years old. Um, We've got a lot of people in their 20s and 30s. I know we have people that are older than myself in the group. We've got people from, you know, that were born in various parts of the world, have every level of education. We have very well-educated people. We have surgeons in the group. We have teachers in the group, um, child care workers. Uh, we have a woman who is a sexual health educator. Uh, we've got everybody. Uh, and everybody's into different shit, um, but at at the core, I think, like for me, for sure, it all comes down to those seven tenets. Like, if you can read those seven tenets and say, yeah, I agree with that, I feel like that, um, that's most of it right there. Um, yeah. All the other stuff that you can have in common or not is kind of secondary because if you believe in those seven things, then you are by nature an open-minded person, an accepting person. Um, you should consider yourself to be a fair person. You know, I think we should strive to do that. Uh, and for all of the, the mocking and trolling and shit that Satanists get involved with when it comes to Christianity, Functionally, especially, you know, with the Satanic Temple, the Satanic Temple fights for pluralism and freedom of religion. That is a separate discussion from separation of church and state. Yeah. We're not saying Christians can't have their monument here because Christians can't have a monument. We're just saying they can't have it on a government building because no religion should have a monument at a government building. Amen to that, brother. Yeah, and, and, and so that's the argument. The, the sort of head-to-head -head with Christians and everything, um, as you can imagine, is mostly a defensive tactic. Sure. Um, and in my experience firsthand, that is the case. I never post on a group saying, fuck Christians, but what I get is a lot of aggression from Christians. <laughs> a lot. And I never engage them. You know, I even talk to the people in my group, like, listen, when we engage them, we kill them with kindness. Yeah. Like, don't argue. Don't call them fuckheads. Don't, don't argue if you can help it. And you definitely did that with me. And, and I don't think that I was uh, very aggressive. No. But, but I do, I can see how some people could just lash out at you. Yeah. You know, and especially now that, let's be realistic, Facebook has <laughs> such a huge number. Yeah. Now you have your grandparents. They don't barely know how to use the internet are on Facebook and they see, you know, Delco uh, Temple of Satan and they are losing their fucking minds. Yeah. There's <laughs> definitely a knee-jerk reaction. Like in my initial post, at some point early on, I changed it to include just a little line at the bottom that says, by the way, no, we don't believe in or worship Satan and we're not evil. You can check the link if you'd like to, <laughs> you know. And, and I take my time and answer every question that comes and you get a lot of the same questions over and over again. And I answer them over and over again uh, because we want people to know we, what it is. Um, we get a kick out of the backlash, for sure. Because you're rebellious. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what we'd rather have is people be open-minded and find like-minded individuals to, to take these numbers of people that we're accumulating and use it for something, which we've been starting to do now. Sure. Uh, which has been the most exciting part. We've got, you know, 100, you know, inching toward 200 members. And right away, I made it a point to reach out to a, a handful of members that I found. I didn't know anyone. 
yeah all, all complete strangers I, I didn't know one single member of the group personally and so I just reached out to a few people that seemed to stand out a little in the group they were a little more uh, expressive or just chatted me up a little more or had good ideas and I reached out to them to have personal conversations and then I immediately wanted to meet with people in person that's how you can get a vibe and meet people and really make connections and so I did that and initially I met up with a group of I guess four other people um, and we spent a lot of time getting to know each other and focusing on like okay what do we want to do like we have these numbers we say we want to do good but we can only just say that so long we need to do some stuff sure and so we started thinking about what kind of like community activism we could get involved with and what kind of positive benefit can we bring at, to Delco even in some small ways um, and so we've been we've been doing that, and we've been focusing on a few things. Like for example, you said you were in recovery. Yes. Um, we certainly, if you can imagine, a group of Satanists. We've had people that have lived all kind of lives. Sure. And that's led, I'm sure, plenty of them to be in recovery. And uh, right on brand, these are people that aren't interested in the higher power religious aspect of recovery programs. So we have a few people that have been actively putting together some secular recovery groups. Um, because there's a need for that. There's a want for that from people in the community. Uh, whether or not they're Satanists exactly, there's still a bunch of people that might not be into that part of those programs. And so we have people doing that. Um, and maybe the primary focus that we've had so far is uh, finding some ways to benefit the domestic abuse project of Delaware County. That's mm -hmm. kind of been our, our first uh, target of kindness um, and so we just, just actually yesterday, I locked in a venue, um, around the way to have our first sort of larger meeting where a lot of us will meet for the first time and it's going to serve as a collection drive for a list of needed items that we got from the domestic abuse project, uh, for, you know, abused women sure. and, and children in, in the shelter and in their organization. They have this whole list of items that they need all the time, soaps and lotions and this and that, you know, personal items. And so we're making an attempt to raise a little money and, and mostly collect items that they need to go donate to the domestic abuse project. Uh, and it just seemed like a, just a, none of us are really experienced with this kind of thing. Sure. We're organizing, working with charities in an official capacity. And so we're just winging it and you know, learning what we can do, sort of finding out what what our powers are as we begin. I dig it, man. Let me tell you something. I think that the people that lash out to you on Facebook, you know, the, uh, you know, Easter Christians, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I laugh. I'm an asshole. I'll say this, okay? I think you're full of shit. The Christian, the Christian people that are sitting here breaking your balls are watching football on Sundays yeah. and they're fucking having barbecues. Uh, you know, I'm a veteran. They're, they're celebrating on Veterans Day, but they don't really, you know, I don't know. I just think it's, I think there's a lot of fucking bullshit people in this neighborhood and, and in our country. Sure. And all I hear is that you're willing to go outside your comfort zone and not sit on your couch. You want to help out uh, battered women or children or you know, like you're, you're actively attempting to make this community better. And I've heard nothing but positive out of this whole conversation so far. So I'm almost sold. I don't know if my Catholic wife is going to enjoy me calling myself a, you know, a Satanist. Sure. But, but I do appreciate what you guys are doing here. And I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know? And, and you know, like that sounds silly. Like I'm a Satanist, meet my Catholic wife. <laughs> like there's an obvious... But she's pretty open-minded too, yeah, though. Yeah, there doesn't need to be a conflict there because there's nothing about what a Satanist like me uh, believes that pits you against a Catholic or a Christian of any kind. Um, we don't share the same belief in, in the supernatural, but that's okay. Like, we don't need to all believe the same thing. Like, 
Catholics can be Catholics and gather with Catholics and do their thing, and we can do our thing, and we are at the forefront saying uh, there's room for everybody if we're all if we all just kind of act right. If we all just get along. Yeah, we don't have to believe <laughs> what you believe, um, but we are going to stand up for what's right, and we are going to piss you off. Um, <laughs> we are. Like, yeah. one of our tenets is, um, let, me, let me get it right, um, number four is the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. And that's an important one. Um, a Satanist like me is easily offended by a lot of the things I read in the news about different religions. Yeah. I read horrendous stories that are shocking. You can hardly believe that people are capable of such things, let alone a group of people who their entire basis is is like we are good we are the chosen ones we are here to do the word of a kind god yeah um and man there's a the message gets lost between that <laughs> word and the actions that i read about and well I so defy you to find news articles about members of the satanic temple committing these type of acts oh i'm sure I there's accusations these, but there's yeah. there's no proof yeah. you know yeah uh, when you see people out there, you know, some random nutball in Sweden burned a church, like, that's not one of ours. Like, yeah. You know, that's that's not us. Um, in, in fact, Satanic Temple has actively raised money and participated in repairing churches yeah. uh, for Christians uh, because they're people suffering and they have had hardship. Yeah. And, you know, we don't believe what you believe, but... We don't believe that people should be fucked with, entirely. Yeah. You know, like, and and if I'm any example, like I said, I was the outsider kid, and goddamn, was I fucked with? <laughs> I was fucked with every day. Like high school was a situation, yeah, for me with long black hair down to my ass in a school that cared about football and not much else. Like every day was an adventure in defense <laughs> on my part. Um, I can I can actually totally uh, understand, and I I kind of went through the same thing. I'm yeah. a little stocky nowadays, but I was a runt of a kid, and I was skinny, and I skateboarded, and I had long hair and giant baggy pants, and yeah. you know we we were we were not the cool kids, you know. I didn't wear an Innerborough Bucks, you know, uh, football yeah. jacket. Yeah, you I know? actually wasn't allowed to play sports for Ridley High School where I went. I would have played football, ice hockey, and maybe lacrosse. And I wasn't allowed to play because they said, you can play if you cut your hair. <laughs> and I was never going to cut my fucking hair. So <laughs> fuck you guys. You know, yeah. From the beginning, you know, it was just yeah. a whole lot of, all right, well, then fuck you too. You know, yeah. that, that was my, that was my uh, adolescence was a lot of, oh, well, fuck you too. <laughs> you should have skateboarded, man. I, I grew up a little bit, but I, was, I mostly got into music. Yeah. That, that's where I, my, my focus went entirely into music listening to music playing music being in bands all of that and even you know we were just talking about the domestic abuse project all the all the that stuff and we, my group has spent a lot of time talking amongst ourselves about what can we do what can we do that's good what can we help out with you know um but we have also spent a fair amount of time like i don't want to give the message that we're some uh this, this, this is a complicated aspect. Uh, how do I put this? Well, the way I say it with, with these guys in the group is that we get to be the best parts of good and bad. Yeah. To me, the way I see it. We, we're good people that, you know, genuinely want to do some positive things. We want to donate stuff. We want to help people out. We want to be nice. We want to have open minds. Um, but... You know, amongst ourselves or in our private lives, um, we enjoy being hedonistic and uh, getting a little weird and doing whatever the fuck we want to do if we're not hurting anyone. Yeah. You know, we're adults. And if we want to do some stuff that the other side calls sinning, we're going to do it. <laughs> we're going to love it. And we're going to 
love it a little extra because of how frowned upon it is yeah. by the other side. <laughs> There's no part of that that is lost on us. Sure. We love it. Um, yeah, we, we eat it right up. I think this is, I think this is, fits my life, man. I mean, listen, I so too. <laughs> dude, I went into the military and I left this neighborhood and I came back. Uh, at that time, I was dating a black woman. And let me tell you, you want to talk about some fucking rebellion. Yes. There was some lack of acceptance in, in my family and friends. Yes. <laughs> oh, you know, listen, I'm not going to divulge any of our secret tales, but we've got a group... <laughs> That is, when they want to be, out of fucking control. Yeah. We've got such a wide spectrum of people. You know, like I said, we've got people of varying ages and educational backgrounds. Um, you know, we've got black people and lots of wacky white people. Uh, we've got an insane Hawaiian woman. What's up, Charmaine? <laughs> um, we've got everybody, you know, and we're intermingling and have a, having a ton of fun with each other and so, getting to know each other. I was actually going to ask earlier, and this is great that you brought it up, but so it is a very diverse uh, group of people. Big time. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, every range of uh, everything, experiences and sexuality and and I'm sure political outlooks and everything. Although I'd be surprised to find any Trump supporters. Yeah. Um, maybe not that diverse on the political end, but but for sure, we've, we've got people all over the place. Well, I think, um, so when we say Trump supporters, I'll say this. I think that you have to be, there's a difference between being a uh, capitalist, because I consider myself a capitalist, sure. you know? But I think that, when when we as a society say that Trump supporters, there is definitely, I call it like the herding of the sheep. Like there is, they're going to subscribe wholeheartedly with blind fucking, uh, you know, loyalty to this agenda, yeah. you know. And, and I agree wholeheartedly. I, I watch it and I just think you fucking people yeah. are insane. And, and you know, I don't, I... I like I said earlier, you know, politics is one of my least favorite topics of discussion. Um, but but I, when Trump came along, you know, it was clear, all right, you could kind of already see what Trump was, and, and that's okay. I, I wanted to be excited about an aspect of Trump because what I liked about it was the outsider status. Yeah. I liked the idea that an outsider could come into that system and and be successful and, and make an impact. And that, maybe a little disruptive. That happened. It's just unfortunate that the particular outsider that did it happens to maybe be a wild asshole. <laughs> but fine. At, 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 if nothing else, I guess the positive takeaway is that it's possible for an outsider to reach that status. Which, I think which I guess is a positive. <laughs> well, I think there's no way around progression, you know? So like I tell people all the time the fact that our previous president was a black man, you yeah. know, I think that that speaks volumes about the growth in our country and whether there are still small groups of of uh hate pockets here and there that want to yeah. spew their bullshit, you know? That's fine, but your numbers are smaller and smaller every generation. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's too slow of a change for my taste, but it's happening. Yeah, and I think generation over generation, it it's improving. Yeah, you know? and you know, I, I don't want to beat you to death. You say no. you don't like talking about politics. Yeah, yeah. I won't. I do. I do honestly believe that you should probably gear up a little bit because, you know, if you're going to be a part of the community, you're definitely going to have to get involved unfortunately at some point yeah. you know you mentioned the libertarian party hey we would love to have you yeah. you know <laughs> yeah i mean look if this if this presidential election uh ends up coming down to trump and bernie i mean i know which side i'm on sure you know, it, it's not a hard choice for me um but on a day-to-day -day basis those are the articles that i run from yeah. I don't even want to. I don't even want to. I'm yeah. over it. I have Black Sabbath to listen to. I got Soundgarden records at home. I got better shit to do with my brain. You know? Like, I dig it. I got enough of that. <laughs> I'm trying so hard, you know? Like, uh, I, I'm a veteran, like I mentioned, and 
our neighborhood is so it's not it's not our neighborhood it's our entire country everybody is just so much this the facebook the facebook is just feeding me fucking negativity from all sides and i try to stay out of it but i'm i'm i think i'm failing at that mission but uh yeah it is hard sometimes to ignore yeah i've i've gone to great lengths to like filter things out of my view yeah just so i don't accidentally Unfollow this motherfucker. I'm tired of what he's saying. I don't don't want to deal with it. In fact, I didn't even have a Facebook app on my phone at all uh, until this group, uh, the Satanic Delco group. Um, It started getting sort of active and busy real fast with new members. And so there would be a queue of people like adding up. I'm just out doing, you know, living my day. And then I'd get back home and check my computer. And I'm like, oh, there's like, 13 more people like asking me questions right now and so i was like all right let me put the fucking app back on my phone you know it hadn't been there for years and you know it it's been it's been busy so i'll suggest this because i've been diving into alternative social media uh things uh i heard about this app called mind and it seems to be i've heard of it you know the thing I don't like about Facebook, I'm, I'm sure you've looked at maybe some of my accounts. I have the Yardbird Tuna account, and I am an abrasive person. I make crude jokes, <laughs> sure. and uh, but I mean, look, you're sitting across from the guy with a visible "fuck you" tattoo. I love on it. His arms. So. I, I would copy it, yeah. but then I would look like a poser. <laughs> I'm, a, you know? I'm fine with abrasive. <laughs> so my problem with Facebook and Instagram and and some of these major major uh, entities is that they definitely edit me. You know, okay. like if I if I sure. post something offensive, they fucking ban it instantly, and then I get I get the Facebook jail or whatever, and and I'm a little tired of it because I think that you're you're taking culture and you're bottling it up and you're saying that this is the way that you need to be, yeah. and and I'm and it sounds to me obviously like you are not the same as that either, you yeah. know? Yeah, I, I it's you know. There's two sides of it. I want complete free speech. I want to be able to say what I say, you know, what I want to say, how I want to say it, whatever. Um, but if I invite you to my house, um, I want you to act in accordance with what I see fit in my house. Sure. And if that's the way we have to play, then so be it. Facebook started a thing you know back in the day zuckerberg sat there and started a thing with his friends and we like that thing and we benefit from that thing so if there's rules we got to play by the rules and i just kind of accept it yeah um it is frustrating at times um but so be it i mean the way i see it is especially now like i'm so pleased with the progress that this group has had and facebook as imperfect as it might be, has provided me with tools to make it happen. Yeah. And so I'll take it for now. Right now, there's no better option just because of the sheer numbers and tools that Facebook provides. The infrastructure that they have is second to none. So we we just kind of play. We play by their rules. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I've checked out these other uh, apps that I've suggested and... um, Either one, they're very hard conservative. I, there's another one called MeWe, and um, it seemed to me like a lot of the people that posted on there were very hard Christian conservative, and I was like, I'm not going to fit in here. <laughs> this is not my group of people. I'm going to say some very offensive shit. I love cursing and saying derogatory things. Same. So, cursing uh, is my favorite thing to say. <laughs> I love cursing. Yeah, so, yeah. you know... Uh, I don't know. Like you said, it's it's the uh, I guess it's the necessary evil. You know, um, there's definitely got to be limitations. Otherwise, you know, it can get a little out of hand. But yeah, we can't be openly posting pornography on Instagram. But sure, you know. But on Twitter, you can. Oddly enough, isn't that crazy? Yeah. And supposedly, Twitter also bans people for certain uh, for certain things. Yeah, they Twitter is a little. Uh, I don't know. They're a little more open in their sort of political bias, I think. Although they say they're not, uh, they are. Um, do you do you uh, do you personally, or does your organization have uh, 
other accounts, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter? We have an Instagram account. Um, it's not been super active yet. We're just slowly accumulating a handful of people on there. Um, most of the action is on the Facebook group. We have a public front-facing um, Facebook page where you know you can find it and I share articles that are related to the Satanic Temple or or whatever's relevant I share articles there um, but most of our interactions happen within a private Facebook group where anyone can join the link is there from the page um, and when you go to join it just asks you basically do you live in Delco or nearby and do you believe in the seven tenets and if you do, this is probably the place for you. And I've even found, like, people have been pretty honest with those answers. You might expect that everyone would just say yes and let me in. And we get plenty of that. Uh, and I assume most of those people are sincere. Uh, I've definitely gotten people that were open about, like, I'm not really sure. I'm new to this. I'm interested. Um, it seems cool. And so I immediately let those people in, have a conversation with them, and I'm like, Here's good information. These are the seven tenets. Here are some commonly asked questions. Check it out when you have a chance and let me know what you think. Uh, I'm not going to throw you out anyway, but here's what we're down with. If you're not into it, you'll probably find yourself out. Yeah. You know, I don't need to, to tell anybody to leave. Um, and I have great conversations with people, you know? And like I said, this idea that like I've been reaching out to meet up with people personally and I just, I just did it again last night with a new group of people. And that original group of a few people, you know, we've hung out a whole bunch of times and we talk all the time. And it just was really lucky. Like, we just vibed with each other in a way that was sincere. And um, it's been a ton of fun. And, and the more we can do that, like, reach out with small groups. I host small groups at my place and... We just hang out and we talk about the Satanic Temple and we talk about what we want the Satanic Delco group to be and do. And then we just talk. We just talk about what's up with you and your life. Do you want some weed? Do you want to like <laughs> listen to this album? Do you, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about sex? Let's talk about sex. Yeah. Um, we love to talk about sex. Everybody does. Yeah. Even the Christians. They're full of shit absolutely. if they say they don't. They're all full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we love to talk about everything. And, and it's been great. Yeah, I should say, Rob and Jen and Nicole and Charmaine, um, and last night I had Nettie and Kurt and Bill over, and everybody's been pretty fucking cool, and um, we're, we're doing good things. We have this bigger gathering coming up um, in about a month or so, and that'll be the first time that we attempt to get a larger group of people all together at once, and I'm sure the majority of us will all be meeting for the first time at that event. That's, awesome. That's where we'll, you know, collect the items for the domestic abuse project. Do you do you take collections of clothing? Like we have a lot of clothes in this house that uh, we could donate. Yeah, we. I certainly would. We've got a list. Just in our early conversations, like what can we do? What should we do? What do we care about? Um, we've got a list. We'll never get to the whole list. We don't have enough life left in us sure. to do it all. But we're gonna do our best. Uh, we'll take clothes, we'll take food, we'll take any of the needed items that any of these organizations need. And, you know, when the weather gets nice, you're probably going to find us somewhere in Delco picking up litter somewhere. I, I hope, really, my dream is to find an active, you know, open church somewhere in Delaware County that is covered with litter everywhere. I want the dirtiest church in Delaware County, if anybody knows what that is, find me and let me know what that church is. Because we will be out there cleaning up outside that church and taking so many pictures of ourselves doing it <laughs> to share with everyone to say, look, look at us cleaning up after these people. Uh, I can't wait to do that in the spring and the summertime. Well, I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for you. Yeah. I know, I know it's such a shame because I do know where there's an abandoned church that is gorgeous, beautiful architecture. I like, I like uh, churches aesthetically for the architecture oh, and, and uh, some of the artwork. Yeah, beautiful. But um, yeah, I don't know about the humans that are inside, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Christians, I love you. I'm sorry. I'm not, you know. We actually have a couple of guys in the group who 
before joining the group were already, they're sort of in the process of attempting to buy an abandoned church. Really? Um, to use primarily as like a music-centered uh, venue. Um, but, I mean, we had the conversation like, wow, what a fantastic space that would be yeah. for us as a group. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. I'll tell you what. I need studio room. Yeah. Hmm. You know what you might want to consider, honestly, is maybe doing a podcast of your own. We've you talked know? about it, yeah. And and I've had a podcast, you know, a, a button click away. Like, I've got it ready to go uh, anyway before this group happened. Um, and I just haven't dug in yet. Uh, other things have sort of had my attention. Uh, I'm, I try to stay creative. I get, I'm just always doing something. You, know? you and me both, brother. Yeah, doing music, doing a movie, doing a whatever project I can get into. You said a movie? Uh, yeah, I, just, I like to do like short films. And really? Things like that, yeah. And and lots of, you know, I'm always recording music or playing music. Something. I've got to be doing something. I think we have more conversations coming in the future. For sure. For sure. If you're okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is great. So, uh... What was I going to say? We're actually coming close to our one hour. I, I try to I try to keep yeah. it under one hour. Cool. Uh, let me take a quick look here. Yeah, we actually went over one hour, so that's pretty awesome. Sweet. Listen, I could sit here and talk forever about this, Same. dude. You are a wonderful guest. Thank you, you like you were well spoken. <laughs> you uh, I didn't interrupt you too much. No. I don't think I'm trying to cut back on that. No, no. You can you, you get me talking. We could be here for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I dig it, man. Listen, I really appreciate you coming by. Thanks for having me. Uh, I can hang on to this because I'm kind of sure. curious. I'd like yeah, to read into got, it. We just got one of our, our members just brought over a shitload of these little informational brochures uh, for us to give out to people and upset people all over Delco. I think you should go hang out near a Catholic school and just pass them out to the kids walking out. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been on my mind. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, I think at the end of the day, though, it's the sales pitch, you know, like I think I think the real idea here and, and we as older people, we get it. You know, this is about, like you said, open mindedness, yeah. you know, and maybe the uh, indoctrined, you know, dogma that's pushed down people's throats, this bad and good and you're going to go to hell because you sin too much. If that's the case, I'm going to fucking hell because I've done yeah. some shit in my life. For sure. But uh I don't like to think negative these days, you know, so yeah. I, maybe I, I'm just going to be worm food. Yeah, the way I figure it is if I'm wrong and I die one day and there is an afterlife and there is a God, I'm going to trust that, look, if he's a good God, then I'm cool. Yeah. He knows my intentions are good and fuck it. Yeah. But I'm not counting on that happening. <laughs> but if that's the case, fine. Yeah. Roll the dice. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it, man. Hey, listen. I'm going to wrap it up. Thank cool. you so much for coming in. Everyone, satanicdelco.com. Okay. Oh, so before we do, actually, if you want to plug uh, the Facebook account, yeah, the Instagram, if you, if you anything. satanicdelco.com, that is basically just a form to sign up on our email list, uh, which I want everyone to do. And if you just search on Facebook for Satanic Delco, you will find our page and our group, and you can feel free to join either one. Awesome. Thanks, man. You got it.